Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Stick Zadinia, drummer from Steel Panther, taking time away from a rub and tug here in Regina to chat with me. Welcome back to Regina, Sticks. Evan, it's really, really good to be here. And I'm just going to, I don't mean to correct you on the air because it's uncomfortable, but it, it's, I'm not taking time away from a rub and tug. I'm in between. So this is perfect. <laughs> I've got a break now. And so it's not like I, you know, I said, hey, Excuse me while I go do an interview with Evan. And they, they probably had no idea who I was, right? They're like, we don't know that guy. I'm a regular. I'm a regular. <laughs> it's, totally. Well, it's been like four years since you've been in Regina at the Casino Regina Show Lounge. Pretty sure it was October of 2018. There's been like lots of changes in the band. Weed's legal now in Canada. And we'll get to all of that. Band, drugs, women. I want to talk about something that you're always talking about on Twitter, and that's golf. What's your handicap? Currently, Evan, I'm a 2.8. You can smash the ball pretty good then. Dude, I'll tell you what. Honestly, I can hit the ball far. If I really go at it, I'm, you know, I can get it up upwards of 320. Come if on. If I really go for if if I'm going for power and I get it right, I'm, I'm up three plus when I'm playing around a golf different you know my average drive is probably the 280 290 zone so you put a lot of time in on yeah, the course no, then i'll tell you what dude this is like this is the real deal ready i was pretty good before the pandemic and then once the pandemic hit and they said hey man you're not allowed to go work i was like well there's a golf course literally nine minutes from my house i got down to a 0.1 in the middle of that stuff i practiced my ass off because it's a hard game, and it's, I mean, it's my favorite game of all. Uh, but I got down to 0.1, but it's, it's gone up a little bit, but I'm still I'm still maintaining. So are you able to golf at all on tour then? The days off, are you able to do that? Well, n- obviously not up here now, but, <laughs> no. but if the season... If the season and the weather permit, yes, absolutely. Like bring our golf clubs. We throw them under the bus, and not figuratively, we literally throw them under the bus. Well, yeah. So what we do is, we, dude, I map it out, and I call ahead. I say, hey, I'm coming into town. I'm out of town, blah, blah, blah. And, they go, and generally, they'll go, what are you doing in town? I say, well, I'm playing a rock show with a band called Steel Panther. And 40% of the time, they know the band, or they know someone who loves the band, and I'm able to trade tickets for guest lists. It's pretty awesome. Well, there's indoor golf in town. You could do that, right? We have that in Canada. Indoor golf is cool, but you don't get to get outside. And, and I love that. Dude, it gives On tour, it gives me, it, it's a nice little break from the drugs and the women and the food and the rock and roll, right. which don't get me wrong, golf is the end to that yay. So let's rewind. You're talking about the pandemic and able to golf in there. World shuts down. Drug dealers are told to stay home. No one's using Tinder, so you got to avoid herpes and COVID. How did you manage? Was golf your, your coping mechanism? Golf was my coping me- mechanism. Absolutely, I got to golf, but I'm going to take you deeper into the onion layers. The, the head golf pro is also a drug dealer. If you can go get your peace of mind and then you can go get your mind right, 
same place. I mean, I think that all golf courses should should have a drug den. I think it'd be amazing. I think people would be a lot happier. But you, as a band, you were still pretty active on social media during the pandemic. You live streamed a few shows, Van Halen tribute. You made the cameo in the Dad Vibes video. That's that's like Fred Durst yeah. and Limp Biscuit, which I gotta say was probably one of my favorite things that happened in the pandemic. I'm a big Limp Biscuit fan, uh, dude. You know those guys over the years have gotten so much for being the kind of band that they are, which is they don't give any f's, right? But I gotta tell you. First and foremost, I may be ruining this for a lot of people, but Fred is actually a wonderful, wonderful dude. Secondly, they are one of the best bands you you will ever see live. I guarantee it. The band is amazing, and Fred plays the crowd like a Stradivarius. He's like he's got that gift of being able to make a crowd dip down and then all of a sudden bounce off the walls. It's it's amazing. It's a great band. And he called me and he said, dude, come be in my video for the new record. And, and Michael and I were like, dude, absolutely. We, you know, we lived in the same city. And so we show up at this gigantic mansion and it's Fred. So when you think of music videos, you think of a music video crew, right? Light, yeah. electric, all the, all the things. It's Fred and a phone. That's <laughs> it. It's an iPhone. He's holding the phone directly, and that video is in the phone. I was like, I was floored. I was like, it's awesome to see. Like, so Steel Panther, we're we're very, very DIY. We are our own merch company. We're our own label. We're our own, like, we really do it ourselves. Truly, truly, truly. And uh, we manage ourselves, the whole thing. Fred is very much like that, and, and it's awesome to see a band not, spend a whole bunch of wasted money and come up with a product and come up with content that's really good and entertaining killer songs and it's like it's impressive there's not a lot of bands that, that are super diy like that well now things you, you make your cameo in that video things are starting to open up you're making plans they get canceled because everyone says we've got to shut down again and then you got to find a new bass player because Lexi decides to start, to start his own business or whatever the hell he's doing. How how painful was that search to find a new bass player? It seemed to take forever. Ah, uh, God. Uh, honestly, I don't know how to put it into words. It was a bag of ass, I'll tell you. It was a bag of ass to try to find the guy. So you get everybody on the internet, right? We put up a contest. It was legit. We said, submit your video world if you want to be in our band. And we watched both of us out. And a handful that were not even bass players. They're just like, I'm sending this in because I want to be in your band. And there was a whole bunch of mediocrity. And then there was a handful of really great submissions. But just the mechanics of going through, I know this may sound boring and not exciting, but this is the reality, is the mechanics of going through trying people out is tedious because you can't just try to get out, especially for our band, you know, the way they play matters, the way they look matters, the way they think matters, their sense of humor matters. Like, we've been doing it together. It's like joining a family and going, I just want to be an instant brother, right? The whole series of trying guys out and then taking all that time and really, really trying it. We had a dude named Spider, uh, who we've known literally since the 90s, maybe 80s now. And he was doing his own thing. We, we never really thought to get serious about asking him. But after all the submissions, it just nothing ever quite fit. And just serendipitously, Spider and Steel Panther had this collision. We were we were on a collision course, and it just worked out that he was the guy. And he is he, he feels like a brother. And people people say to us, they go, "Oh, dude, it was it was rigged from the start. It was not. It was truly." Truly authentic. What we did was truly authentic, and it just the timing was 
way that worked out. That was the weird part. But right. we really did try, man. We, we, we got submissions from everywhere, from here to France to Italy to Australia, all over the world, South America. But it's very difficult to, to get the right person. It's harder than you would think. I thought about trying to learn how to play bass just to apply because I figured the band needed a short, fat. It looked like you ordered Dave Grohl off of Wish-looking guy to make the rest of you look better. You know, that, that was my thought. And then I figured, I can't. I, I don't know how to play. I don't have time for this. Evan, you were our runner one. I was. Yes, I was. That's That's me. Dude, I it just came like you just flooded my mind, and I remember hanging with you, and I am so glad it's you, dude. It's yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm stoked to talk to you. And we could have used you, by the way, and I'll tell you why. Because we could have gotten such killer VIP treatment telling people you were Dave Grohl. <laughs> Until they realize that uh, I'm the Wish version of Dave Grohl, right? Dude, it, no, it doesn't matter, because we would just use you to get through security at airports, and we'd already be through. And once they realize that we're already in, you have tools, Evan, at your disposal. You are not, you're wasting talent, my man. Well, you know, the pandemic for me was good because, like, I took six months off of work, what I was doing, and then a radio job opened back up, and I got into radio, and now I'm doing the morning show on the station in town. I love that. I'm happy to hear that, brother. Really, really cool. So the world's open up now. You guys are, like, hitting the road hard. You're just in Australia with Airborne, which Airborne's the loudest band I've ever seen live, even louder than Motorhead, which is shocking. Uh, you're touring with Blackstone Cherry now. Which of the two bands parties harder? Because I know they both like to give her. Blackstone Cherry likes the weed. I ah, yeah. Airborne likes the beer. So it's hard to say which one parties harder. Both of them, both of them go, yeah. um, and both of them are. Uh, you know, there's not one douche in either band. They're all. I, you know, I'm not trying to sound diplomatic. They're all fantastic dudes. I mean, they're both killer bands. So it's hard to say which one parties harder. I tell you what, I did go fishing in Australia with uh, Ryan and Joel from Airborne, and that was a really, really great time. We uh, we threw a couple VBs back, which are the Australian beer. But you know, Blackstone Cherry loves that weed. But it's a good thing they're in Canada because it's so accessible now. I can't believe how many dispensaries you guys have. They're everywhere on every street corner. It's insane. It, dude, it's so good to see, though. Like, you know what I mean? I, I It makes me happy because it's like, it's about damn time. There's liquor stores in every country, everywhere in the world, except for, you know, Provo, Utah. You can buy liquor anywhere. You should be able to buy weed anywhere. I, I'm, a, I'm a proponent. I like it. Right, so you've got a new album coming out here in February, six studio album on the prowl. Uh, which you guys produced yourself. You said you're a DIY band all together. How many of the new songs are we going to hear tonight from that album? Uh, you're only going to hear one tonight. Okay. Uh, because we're going to be dropping a second single here, uh, I think, beginning of December. And we don't want to let the cat out of the bag. It, you saw the track listing, right? I did. I did. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to say we do have band meetings and we do agree on what we're going to like, you know, put out. I don't want to tell you the, the name of the second single on the air, but I'll tell you off the air, Evan. I appreciate that. Okay. So I just I, I want to yeah. do one more thing. Because the other thing you always talk about on Twitter is is new music that you listen to. And like one time, I remember you saying something about a new big rec album, which was really cool to see. Because I'm a huge fan, great Canadian band. What are some of the yeah. new bands or some of the new albums that you're listening to right now? Big Rec is one of my favorites of all time. They're they're Big Rec or, or you know Thornley himself, probably yeah. one of my top five artists of all time. Really, Ian Thornley's um, such an insane new- guitar player, man. He's so good, dude. His voice. His- yeah. Guitar playing, his songwriting, the whole thing 
freaks me out. He's so good. I don't know how he's not a natural Canadian treasure, I swear. You have bands that are huge from Canada, right? Yeah. Uh, you have Nickelback. A lot of more set as an artist. She's huge. You know, obviously, Rush is in a class all by themselves. Uh-huh. Triumph is right almost there. But I'll tell you, Thornley is the most, in my mind, the most talented musician to ever come out of Canada. I'm just going to say it. I would not disagree with you. The guy's a freak. He's a freak show. Yeah. And how, at how talented he is. And, you know, I'm a huge fan. But anyway, back to the question, Evan. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of bands recently that, that kind of have that royal blood distorted, you know, that, that like stonery distorted vibe. There's a band called Tiger Cub from the UK, which I really love. Okay. It's one word, Tiger Cub. Uh, there's another band that I've been listening to called D-Mob Happy. Uh, it, it's just like this real, like, sludgy distorted thing happening. I don't know why I'm I'm drawn to it right now, but I'm into it, man. I'm into that big, you know, compressed, distorted sound. You know, I'm into I'm into killer melodies and a, and a lot of power. You know, but I can't get with the that screamy like that oh that kind of stuff. Right. It doesn't. I don't know if it's the time I was born or if I'm too old for it, dude. Uh, but it just doesn't go in and, and hit me the way that melody does. I just when I'm listening to music, I am more. I get more of a boner from melody <laughs> and rubbing tugs. You should probably get back to that. Yeah. By the way, man. Yeah. Well. You know what? Uh, I have an appointment in about 30 minutes, so okay. we're good. Well, the Resurrections Tour is at Casino Regina Show Lounge tonight. There's Steel Panther, Blackstone Cherry. For first-timers going to the show tonight, what can they expect? You can only expect to have the best night of your concert-going life, and that if you miss this show, your friends will laugh at you in a mocking fashion, and they will be talking about things that happen on stage tonight. You cannot comprehend unless you are in the room to see them with your own eyes. I'm talking about potential nudity. I'm talking about potential partying with your friends and with the bands. I'm talking about getting really, really drunk and having great reasons for bad decisions. I can get behind that. Well, I'm pumped for the show, man. i got to go home and nap because doing morning shows now is uh, it's tough. Early hours, you know? Well, what time am I going to see you tonight, dude? I'll be there. I don't know. I'll be there before 8 sometime. All right. Well, I'm going to give you my cell, and you're going to text me, and we're going to have a beer. Okay. That sounds good. We'll see you tonight, Sticks. All right. Thanks, Evan.